one of the other reasons that we postponed the podcast was because as we were kind of coming up with things to talk about, like what, what do we want the topic of our political discussion to be? Um, right. I had mentioned to you that I was doing a collection about um, the college system and mainly like the, what's called like the higher education industrial complex, right? And the ideas behind like how worth how much worth does a college degree really hold nowadays? Um, are there on it. are there uh, equal opportunities in other in other you know lanes? Um, is there more exploitation happening when we put kids into and funnel kids into school? Are we doing them a disservice when it comes to actually going into the workforce? All those kind of things. And you were like, oh well, I just dropped out yeah. of Temple specifically, so. To give people a little background of my collection first, and then we'll, then I'll let you say whatever your your piece is about um about college. But the idea behind this is is the collection's called "Found Something Better Than School." So um, originally I wanted to make this as just something for me. Like there's a there's a one of the uh, the songs on College Dropout, which I've talked about probably mm. seven thousand times on this podcast before, but I'll continue to do it. Um, has a line and it's. I don't, I don't. I can count the change in your purse really fast. Really fast. <laughs> Sean, can you look up graduation day? I want to get the quote correct. I think I might have even done this exact thing looking this up. But um, there was this one line in in the song that gets sung uh, towards the end. Scroll down. I got the right song, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no longer confused. Don't tell anybody. I'm about to break the rules. Don't tell anybody. I've got something better than school. Don't tell anybody. So that line to me, and this is so the reason Kanye wrote that is that um, he dropped out of school to follow his music career and to work with artists locally in Chicago. So that was his something better than school. He had another outlet creatively that didn't require him to go to school, which I think he was going to school to be a dentist, I believe. Um, That's sick. His mom really wanted to be a dentist, I think. At least a doctor. I'm not sure it's a dentist. But so that part about... You think Kanye had good grades? I think he was smart. He's his, a genius. His, He's definitely a genius. His mom was a um, college English professor, I believe. Oh, he had to have been smart. Um, so yeah, I, I think... He had to have been organized at the very least. At least in, at least in that... You could tell, yeah. At least in that lane the of intelligence, was. like writing and lyricism yeah. and like yeah. musical composition, I think he is for sure. Um yeah, so so, I got something better than school. To me, was like, okay, well, that's everything I'm doing outside of school. Because one of the reasons that I kind of jumped on the opportunity that Antoine gave me to like start the studio and stuff was that school was like very easy for me in a way that wasn't fulfilling. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't even stay. I have this problem where if I'm not motivated by the thing that I'm doing, my effort quickly wanes. Mm-hmm. But if I am motivated on it, it just continues to. Continues to work and work and work and go till way late at night when I need to be going home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if I'm not interested in it, I can't hold that same thing. Even if I was, you know, capable enough to get this grade in a class, if it didn't then pull connect you, with if it me, didn't pull you to the class. It's, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. It's put not bringing that Christian to that class. Do you know what I mean? And so, especially moving from VCU where it was super challenging and so much was being asked of me to do all VCU, these different what things. Is that? That's Virginia Commonwealth okay. University. So that's. So, all right, a little background. So, in high school, 
I kind of realized that I wanted to go into graphic design. At that point, I had no clue what graphic design was mm -hmm. still. I was still learning it in school, but really I was learning how to screen print, which really isn't the modern form of graphic design that gets done. Um, but I was like looking up schools and VCU was like the one that really matched for me because it was a public university. It's big, like 30,000 kids school in Virginia, public, public, uh, public school. And, um, they have like, they had like the number two graphic design program in the country yeah. only behind Carnegie Mellon, which is a private school. That's super hard to get into and costs $90,000 yeah, a year yeah. or whatever it is. Um, so I was like, all right, this is the school I want to go to. And I, and I, you know, I applied to Drexel and I applied to a couple other colleges and I got into everything and I wasn't like super excited about that. And I was like, it's kind of a weird feeling. Like, shouldn't I be, isn't this supposed to mean you're supposed to be like really excited to get into school and stuff. And I was just like, it was that, it was the first moment of like, oh, I don't really, you had a little moment. Yeah. I don't really want to do this, but I didn't know that at the time. And I didn't know that I didn't have any other option to do. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like, well, I want to do graphic design though. So I guess I have to go to school. And so I went to VCU and um, the first year of VCU, they have what's called the Art Foundations Program, which is a great program. I, I don't, I don't want to talk bad about any of the programs or professors at VCU because they're all really great and they're it's a really good school. Um, but they have this program, and I don't really like how it works because the first year they basically ask you to do like basic art foundations things, so like learn how to paint and draw <laughs> and sculpt and stuff. Yeah. And I didn't know how to do any of that. Like I went into all these classes with no experience in any of those things, so I had to learn within three weeks how to draw at the level where another student had been learning how to do that for seven years already. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a bad, that's a bad little uh, system they have there. And the, the, the kicker is, though, that it's not like they just make you do that, then the end of the year you can go into your major and no worries if you did bad there, whatever. No, you have to then show the work. So in order to get into the school, you have to show whatever you're best at to get into the school, right? I'm best at graphic design. I showed my graphic design. I got into the school. From there, you have to show your best work from the art foundations of that shit that you didn't know how to do, or in case my case, I didn't know how to do, to then your graphic design major, and that's what gets you into stuff that you didn't want to stuff that you didn't want to do, and I didn't know how that's to college, do. College, man, sounds like college. And so I didn't get into that program, and I was like, my options were either enter fashion design, which could have been cool, but yeah. um, or transfer, and I was like, I miss home. This is way too hard to be out here learning all this new stuff. Hmm. I was in the honors college too, so I was taking like honors English classes and honors shit that like I don't know why the hell I was taking that. I took that so that I had a room to myself basically, because um, you got a single room in the honors college. But um, so that all happened basically, and that must have been expensive. No, it wasn't too bad. No, because um, it's scholarship and stuff. Yeah, but um, so. We're Christian, <laughs> killing it. <laughs> so, so then I transferred. So then I had options of where to transfer, and I was looking at schools, and I was like, Tyler has like a really long program. Uh, Temple has a really long program to get in, and I didn't really feel like taking a whole semester off to like do their program, do their like portfolio thing and all that. It was just so much. Yeah, I probably could have gone back to Temple because I probably my like acceptance probably would have still been good i'm not sure how that works after you do a whole year somewhere else or something but yeah i'm sure it's just like a transfer type yeah. thing but i ended up going to uarts which is on where me and sean go which is on broad street um and uarts has way less of a strict acceptance policy than vcu or drexel or temple does um but it allowed me to start immediately yeah right and then i got into school and although i was interested by the graphic design stuff i like 
felt it was super easy and I started my mind started to wander and like I watched the podcast with Antoine on rotated views and he was talking about how like he's driven by the fact that he doesn't know what his next day is going to be like and stuff like that yeah and I was like Antoine I was like oh shit like I want to do stuff like that and I started doing client work and started working with Antoine to make shit and I was like this is what I want to do how'd you meet Antoine um I met Antoine like the third or fourth time I came to Laced. I mm-hmm. came to Laced because me and two other JV football players went to the barbershop that we saw McElwain go to, Brandon go yeah. to. And I think you cut my hair the second time. Yeah. You cut my hair before my junior prom, I think. That's what's up. Hope um, good. It, looked, it, it was <laughs> the best hair, haircut I got Let's to go. that point for sure. Um, this first time I went, I got cut by somebody who... I don't even know their name, and um, we got Mohawks that time. That was for yeah. the so North you South did, you came here, I guess around your junior year. Um, you listened to Antoine's podcast while you were in college, right? So that was like sophomore year of college. So I mean, that's see, that's the thing, man. Like you, it's you saying your story in itself, it, it it's kind of it's leading to your point. Like you right. you have that entrepreneur mindset where you're not going through like a system of you know step one step two like you could like those courses and stuff that everyone offers but you did the you made the connection yes and you stepped your like took your next step before him up right and this led to this right and and that was kind of like the thing where i so i went after i listened to the podcast with antoine um it just kind of worked out that like him and my dad kind of became friends Mm mm-hmm because my dad would bring me and my brothers to get all oh, get haircuts at the same time. Yeah. So we ended up just going to Antoine and we would, you know, he, Antoine would spend three, four hours cutting all, oh, all four of us, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so every time I would go, I would talk to him and I would just be like, man, I hate school. It's so boring. I'm not doing anything I oh, like to like do. He's the best person. And Antoine too. is like the number one. Oh, just drop out. School is whack. Oh, drop out. Oh, drop out. <laughs> drop out. Like, he's just <laughs> the worst financial advice. He's just going <laughs> to... Bro, he's just going to tell you to just make like this crazy decision right, <laughs> right there. But but it at least for me like I was the person who was like, "Well, I know I'm going to finish." Like yeah. I I know I'm not I just came all this way like Right. I knew it wasn't I wasn't going to just drop out, not because because the the school was still so easy. You know what I mean? Right. It was still so easy to get that degree that even though I'm losing money because I can't be working on the days that I'm going to school, and it taxes me mentally, yeah. You know that you could six be six months doing. out of the year when I when I just thinking about what I could be doing. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, it's still worth it as a fallback. And I'm already sunk costs so far into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, getting back to this. So the idea behind this now is to take that mentality and that opportunity to take the next step and pass it forward to other people. So yeah. I want to, I want found, I'm found creative to be a place that young people can come in and have access to all this stuff without having to put in the investments that I did have me and Sean to teach them how to do stuff and help. And I hope they come in with like a dream goal of like, I want to start my brand about this, but I don't have the money or I don't have the time or I don't have whatever. Okay. Come work for me. Help me do my stuff in the daytime so I can set you up to do this stuff that you want yeah. and help you work towards that goal. So that's why it's found something better than school. So, you know, you can throw a, Couldn't com- have put you can it throw a comma right there. Found yeah. something better, better than, than school. school. Um, or you could just say it like that. I, mean, or I, like, I, like, it, I like it the way it is. Yeah. yeah. 
so that's the idea behind the collection and um john had pulled up the uh the essay so this is just i just want to give a couple more things and then i'll i'll let you roll with it um mm-hmm. so this collection will be coming out in a few weeks and again it's just going to be an onslaught on these ideas so funny enough i had the opportunity for one of my classes to write about an industrial complex mm-hmm. so i thought perfect perfect opportunity to write about this thing that i'm going to be doing so i wrote about the higher education industrial complex and the ways in which it fails students today um so it starts quick with question when 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 the professor said industrial complex like did uh, anyone else go like all right i'm gonna write on steel and like like you oh, know, clean um, you why, why did like that doesn't sound like i didn't even know industrial complex like i don't know so you, this this class was called revolutions in the mob mm-hmm. not the mob like la cosa nostra italian mob but like <laughs> like um like old like revolutionary mob yeah, you know yeah. what i mean um so it was about how the kind of corporatization of America has happened. So it started with the indu- the military industrial complex and they built that up oh, so that okay. they could continue to make money on foreign wars yeah. and keep putting us in foreign wars. Then it kind of transitioned into a couple of different things. The, this complex kind of began in the 60s. Um, so one of the things I do in this essay is like a comparison between what college was like in the 60s and what it was like what it's like today, Sean, if you scroll down, we can go through, there's some like interesting the, parts to it. The 7%, 36% part. Yeah. 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 Like this, like, so 7% of Americans in 1960 had graduated from college. Um, only That's, 7% I was going to bring this quote up. This is my favorite quote in your article, by the way. Yeah. Over six decades that the graduation rate has increased 36%. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, and the thing is, so, so I go on to say, like, at first glance, this seems like a great thing. Like, we know we know that yeah. education is good. Like, yeah. that's the thing that I want to also say. Like, I am 100% pro-education. 100%. Like, Likewise. I love to Likewise. read, yeah. love to look shit up. Like, that's what my entire brand and entire business is based on is me knowing more shit than the client knows about themselves. Education you know I mean? is, bro, it's... It could be college. It could be a course. It is right. like um, you. If you're not pro education, you're just a dummy. Like, yeah, you're just. You don't have. It doesn't have yeah. to be college. You know what I mean. But if it's like, if it is college, I'm pro that too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And 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 so that's the thing. Like I am pro education completely. But I think we need to step back and look at why. Why did that graduation rate go up? Because mm-hmm. it turns out, it's not because we've been making more money. Wages have stayed the same. If you go down, Sean, if you go down again, um, there's a quote about. Uh, or actually maybe I added it in the new edition of this. I'm going to put out a new one as the collection comes out. Um, but anyway, the, the, it's something like eight times the college tuition rate has gone up and mm-hmm. wages have essentially stayed the same. So the money you make out of college is the same as it was back in the 80s, but the college tuition is seven times higher. So your debt is therefore seven times more, but you have the same yeah. amount of money to pay it off with. So ultimately, and less amount of opportunities. Ultimately, you're becoming poorer, and you also have less opportunity to find the job in the thing that you're trying to find the job for. You know what I mean? So I hate stats like this. It just like defeats me. I so think much. I think the whole the the general thing is like if you're going to school to get a degree, your degree is worth less and less for every passing generation. Every it's passing liability. class, it's less and less money, um, and also. It's it's a very simple thing where it's like 
if you're not trustworthy enough to step into, say, being the intern for, right? So like in order to get an internship out of college, you often have to be in college mm-hmm. or have to be going for a degree or have already had that degree in order to just get an internship. So you're not worthy of getting an internship until you get that degree, apparently. But that's not true, right? You can go right to that deg- internship, learn on the fly and go from there. Like any job I've, I've had, what, only two jobs in my life, but I've talked to a whole bunch of other people who any job that they have, there's like a two to three week period where you're just learning. You're learning how to do that thing that they want you to do, how to work the, the computer that they want you to work. The education. The education comes with the job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some prerequisite and there's some hope that like, like I talked about before, anybody I'm looking for, the only prerequisites I want to see is that you're creative, you're motivated, and you want to do something. Disqualify the rest. Whatever, whatever you want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't care if you know what screen print, the first thing about screen printing. And I talked about it, talked to Antoine about this yesterday. And I was like, you knew that too. You didn't give a shit if any of those guys knew how to cut hair. That didn't matter. Right? That's his market. The fact that they- that He goes fact, after motivated, motivated barbers much more than talented barbers. Right, because talent is kind of uh, bullshit. <laughs> like it's, it's, I mean, it, the quote goes, uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard, right? Right, and that's, right. That's a true quote. I mean, yeah. Ben Simmons is super talented. He still sucks to me. Like, don't he's, work hard. He's having a great year, Ben. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. I saw your defense, dude. I can't wait for the Sixers to be good this year. Dude, I, <laughs> I'm i not holding my breath, man. Uh, it's 10 games in. Dude, I had to feel like that all year game. about Notre Dame and the Eagles. I'm ready to actually be happy <laughs> for a team. Be prepared to be let down when Ben Simmons <laughs> scores 16 points in 10 straight playoff games. That's probably true. But all right, so... so um. <laughs> So give me your give me your college story. So ha- where does it start for you? I gave you mine started somewhere in high school. Can you pull up the Kanye quote real quick? I, I actually I didn't know I didn't know the song that well lyrically. Yo, the quote you just said, uh-huh. line right under it. My mama would would have killed me, but don't anybody she want me to get a good ass job just like everybody. Right. Like that's that's where it started, man. That's yeah. You know, she she ain't walked in my shoes. I'm not just everybody. It's it's my mom. Like, I was I was never like I think my dude my GPA my freshman year I got held back ninth grade. Really? Yeah. Uh, my GPA was like a one point. Dude, it was kind of embarrassing to say like a one point one or one point wow. three. Like I just didn't care. I just didn't right. like school. Yeah. I think I chose journalism as an election. We had to write an essay. It started in high school, man. Like I was just, I didn't know what FAFSA was. I didn't know anything like that. I had like my, uh, I was dating this girl at the time and she pretty much did all my applications and I think she took my entrance exam online too. <laughs> like it was just, I just knew I wanted to go to Temple cause I love Philadelphia. Like, mm-hmm. and it started there, man. It started for this kid that got held back. He went to ninth grade twice. You know, he, luckily the system worked out it bumped me up to 11th grade the next year brought my gpa up luckily to like a 3.2 and then it went back down senior year just because i stopped caring again that picture of college started coming clearer and clearer and i just didn't know what to do everyone was talking about it people were going to penn state people i didn't expect to like even go to college i started like you know right. the world came crashing down and it came even more crashing down when i went to college like i got there majored in business first then i majored in bio and then kines and i wanted to be a chiropractor then i wanted to go into pre-med 
and I went to pre-med. I'm, that's that's probably the coolest part about all this is like we can talk about how bad college is, but like you know we you, the world needs college. The world right. needs like if you're going to be a doctor, you need to go to college. If right. you're going to be like a, a crazy finance guy that's like running companies and making sure every, the world's in order, you need to go to college. Like mm-hmm. you need those that kind of education for sure. And that's why I always like applaud college and all the people, like the people that do pre-med, man, like shout out to my sister, yeah, Aksa and her husband, Ibrahim, like they, they both went to med school and they're going to be super successful. Like mm-hmm. just imagine two doctors as your right, right. parents income. Like, that's sick. Right. But college to me, it's, it's like you said, it's an investment, but it's also a liability because those numbers, that's seven and 36, that's that sounds good, but that's bad because yeah. who, who you got to look at it from, there's two sides. There's the, um, you know, the seller and then there's the buyer. Mm-hmm. Someone's selling me college. All right. And then, you know, I could be part of the 7% and that goes up to 36. Mm-hmm. That's a bad number for me, a good number for them. Cause they're benefiting off of it while I'm getting kicked to the curb. Mm-hmm. You know, now the, the, yeah. the, the population has grown of my competition right all these numbers aren't working in my favor the you know the income is still the same Mm -hmm. the opportunities are less right like you said it yourself you know you took those steps to become found Mm -hmm. to create found this is your product right this that's the same steps that i was kind of just not taking i was i was a barber since i was 17 but i was going to college the whole time Mm -hmm. and i'm I'm reading this book right now. It's called Essentialism by Greg McGowan. And I think the the underlying like writing goes the discipline of simplicity. And the book is all about not spending five hours doing five different things, but spending like five hours mastering one mm-hmm. thing, you know? And I'm, I'm learning that focus isn't fixating, it's adapting. So when you're concentrating on one thing, you're more, your adaptability goes up. So when you come into these road bumps, you handle it way better as you were doing a hundred things. Right. That's why these, some of these jobs that people do, a lot of these guys are disposable. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I know there's some places like, you know, I'm not going to like say corporation names, but if you ask for a raise, you get fired. Like you, they did not fired, but they replace you right away. Mm-hmm. You're disposable. Mm-hmm. that's how that's what the real world is in some some uh, corporations some industrial complexes right. you're just disposable you're another cog in a system right. and and that's it's replaceable that's um the two sides of the collegiate coin right like it graduates it, college no matter what is graduating people who are cogs in a machine capable of doing a job really well yeah. now when that job is being a doctor it's very important that's a well-oiled cog, yep. that that cog works really well in the system because um, the medical field is a system where it's so team-based. Everybody needs to be able to do their job so that the best care can be given to the patient. The medical field is essentialism. You don't see a doctor doing, you know, being a family practitioner, they brain surgeon, extra. and all this other stuff. He's focusing right. on one practice. They don't do extra, and that's important because that gives a consistency and a quality to their work. But at the same time, if you're then graduating somebody who does a job that is less essential, mm-hmm. who is, again, like you said, disposable, it's because that person isn't bringing the extra thing that value. they need, the extra value they need to that thing. And that's where hard work can quickly fall back on talent, where those people are going to keep falling 
but the people who are naturally talented and got the education are then going to get the boost because they do bring in that creativity yeah. that is important. Those are the people that succeed in college. Right. Like if you're talented and don't get me wrong, they're smart and dumb people. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm, I don't believe I'm that smart. Like when I, when I got put up against chem two, dude, I couldn't even tell you, like I, I was so frustrated. Mm -hmm. Like, and it, it literally, I, I'm a believer. You need talent to do some of this stuff. Right. It's, that's how it is. You're, yeah. You, you got to build, if you hard work, if you work hard and you're talented, you're the one that's going to be the doctor. Right. Not just the guy that works hard. Right. That's how it is. And, and I, I, I was talking to Antoine too about this yesterday. There's nothing wrong with being a worker um, either. No, it's not, not it's not that we're saying we need that, those. that people who do, you know, jobs that don't require them to completely change their life every six weeks because they're moving to a new project and doing a new thing aren't valuable. They absolutely are, but the college system is more than what we need to do that. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to go to college to be that that level of a cog in the machine. You know what I mean? Like that's oh, yeah, hundred percent. That's yeah. not it's like eighty percent of those jobs. Like I feel like you could just go through training right. and, just and figure it out. And so this is another part that I quickly graze in the in the article is that so back in the sixties, um, students rarely partied. Right, they would party on weekends because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when normal people party. But college became very quickly a I'll give you uh, should yeah, be somewhere. Yeah. In I remember this part. This um, is when you talk about how like the times have changed and stuff. Right, this and it's more like a social. Right, <laughs> it becomes <pressure. laughs> it becomes a thing to go to college. That's like, what happened to me. I, I didn't, everyone was it. going. Bro. You can't I miss out. I didn't know what to do. I right. was I was this kid. I was cutting hair and like, you know, it was bro, it was so annoying that I was just known as the kid that was cutting hair cuz I hated like I my, my pet peeve is being generalized. Right, right, right. Girls like, "Oh, you're one of those guys." Right. You know, people are like, "Oh, you're one of those barbers." Yeah. Like, just, I hate that shit. That shit pisses yeah. me off so much. Like I'm me, I'm myself and whenever people are like, "Yo, man, can I get a fresh cut?" Yeah, a fresh cut and I'm just like Dude, I was like, just shut the fuck up. Like, right. it's, it's just so, like, this is not all I am. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I felt in school, though, too. That's, yeah, you know what same, I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I went to school and I was like, oh, so you couldn't get into that school. So I guess you just settle for that next one and, like, whatever, right? It's like, that's who you are. It's to like, some people. it's like, no, fuck you. I'm going to do, like, I don't want to, because I think this person watches this, but somebody <laughs> to me, somebody to me once told me, um, they said, uh, we're really happy with what you do here, but it'd be great if you could show more initiative. You la you show very little mm. initiative. And that set you. me off. Like yeah. I, I, I flipped out on them on the moment about that, but I also quickly distanced from them completely because it's like, and I don't, I don't hate that person. I'm not like totally they probably helped mad at that person. They, they did in that way. But like that to me is fucking ridiculous. Like, Anybody who knows me, that I lack initiative to step up and do things is fucking one thing ridiculous. About Christian, one thing about Christian, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you right now. This guy is here until midnight. At almost every Bro, night. almost every night. Like, I don't understand why and, it, like, how. Like, this kid, it, I come into work. He's already here. I'm leaving. I see that Buick outside, and I'm like, how the hell is he still yeah. here? And, it, and it's... Uh, number one, it's like, there, there's, a, there's a really cool um, Bill Gates quote about this, and it's like, we worked 80 hour weeks, but they didn't feel like 80 hour weeks. You know what I mean? Cause they had so much fun building this Microsoft company. Oh, yeah, and that's yeah. the same way I feel Look like, that. like so much of it is fun. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not like a lot of it's work too. And there's a lot of days that I'm here all day and I don't really want to be, but at the same time, like 
You don't realize. You don't count those hours. No. And all, and all you got to do is like, be like, oh, remember that person told you you couldn't do this? Or remember how these yeah. people said that this isn't going to work and then it did? Like, it's just those little tiny things that are like any... It's it's like the Michael Jordan thing, right? Like whenever freaking Isaiah <laughs> Thomas would personal. be Isaiah Thomas would be like a little bitch to him. Yeah. He'd be like, "You made it personal." Like if you're gonna tell, like even like when my parents would tell me, like, "Oh, you can't say that. You can't say this." It's like you don't want me to say it. Why the hell did you just tell me not to say it? Yeah. Like don't do you that. Set me up. Don't yeah. tell me not to do something. That's gonna immediately make me want to do it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and that's not doesn't extend to everything or everyone there are definitely people who tell me not to do things and i listen because i actually appreciate it. and i'm not entering it entering everything from like a conflict state of mind no you know what I mean? no no, no. I, I know what you mean but it's when you don't when you don't feel that somebody is on the same page as you and then they come at you with that and you're like just like those people who came up to you and were like oh can i get a fresh cut yo like that's all you're good for fresh cut right like yeah. or or i've heard from other people who do music that people will come to them and be like Oh, I see you doing your little music thing. A little it's music like, thing. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Dude, you know like, get I mean? out of my face. Like, that's the most insulting thing you can do. Or like, it's young bowling people. Right. It's all right. it is. It's classifying Try, them and young bowling them. Trying, trying to make them seem like this little. And and you know what? The thing that really sucks too, is that always comes from people who are lacking in some way, right? It's just a form of bullying, right? It's like oh, it's like when people were bullied back in elementary school, it's just because they felt bad about whatever, right? Yeah. But it's the same thing with those people. Like, the people who are hustling will, will, we know will compliment you. Yeah, we you know, know what I mean? It. Yeah. And those are the people that kind of like, they, they, it's it's not much. It's just a, it's just like, you know, right. it's just that. They see you and they're just like, you know, yeah. I, I see you, bro. Like, that's right. it. Right, exactly. You don't got to get into the, oh you're doing a little t-shirt thing yeah yeah how's yeah. that going can i get a free shirt like it's a, that yeah. to me that's the that's the condescending thing that you say when you're not happy with the shit that you do right right go ahead and say it because at the end of the day i'm to the point where that stuff doesn't bother me like my instagram and everything like i got off of it mm-hmm. i go on instagram like probably like after five o'clock now mm-hmm. like and i, I gotta post something today i made a video but it's like stuff like that that is the mindset that i'm in now mm-hmm and if there's any advice I could give anybody about like college and all this stuff, it's continue educating yourself, bro. Right. Like whether it's college, if college is for you, do it and do it wholeheartedly. Like right. I don't care if you're in, if you're in pre-med, if you want to be a chiropractor, if you want to do film, whatever it is you want to do, do not BS it. Like Matthew yeah. McConaughey, he in Green Light, he talks about how He's going to, like, uh, I forget what university. I don't think it was Texas University. But he's going to a university, and he he was, like, in a solid major. I think it was, like, finance or something. His, he called his dad, and he's like, I want to switch. And, and he's like, to what? And he's like, uh, to film. And his dad's like, don't half-ass it. Like, that's right. that's how you, like, yeah. you can't go into the mindset of anything half-assing. And, like, like, I went in the mindset of, like, you know, I didn't really want to be. Mm-hmm doing pre-med i just wanted to be a doctor and that's right like it's right i'm half-assing it at that point whether i yeah. think so or not i'm half-assing it right and that i mean that's the same that is the literally the exact same thing same reason i went to vcu was like oh i'm gonna go to vcu and be in the honors program so that i can say that so that i can say i'm in the Social honors pressure, program man. at the second best or the pub, best public graph design university in the country yeah. that's the only reason you'll drive yourself crazy trying to prove your haters wrong bro. right and right. then you'll take away from your own mission like if you're just put your head down and focus on what you want to do mm-hmm. those that's when those 80 hour weeks don't feel like 80 hour weeks right. 
right, that's right. when people like start to realize like this doesn't seem like work anymore yeah yeah i mean it, it's it's 100 percent the truth and and you know the the hope is always to pay it forward like i saw antoine pay it forward to you guys and then i saw you guys 100%. acting like friends to each other and encouraging <laughs> each other to do good shit especially early on yeah um and that just completely like clicked in my mind and was like oh that's how it works for us like that's how it works for me and the businesses around me like i don't really give a shit how a huge corporation does it i don't really care i see that and that makes sense to me the way antoine treated you guys with the respect that you guys were capable you know what i mean and capable of earning of earning and capable of getting better mm-hmm. like that's the thing is it's it's he didn't expect you guys to be great. He expected you guys to get better. Right. And that's all it was. That's like motivation. And that's how a lot of you guys did get great is that you had that motivation, but also that arm's length of like, you got to do it. Like one of the things I always, like I feel like a pretty capable person. Like if I was somehow in a different universe motivated to be a physicist, I feel like I could have done that. I really liked physics in high school. Right. I was really interested in it. The only thing that held me back from doing it was I was behind one year in math. So mm-hmm. I would have had to learn calculus by myself. And I'm not fucking Isaac Newton. Yeah. Like I can't just I can't just do that. Yeah. So that kind of was the end of me studying physics because I couldn't. That was the end because the I system get it. wasn't built for you. It didn't work for me. And so I mean, could I have asked my parents for a tutor and probably found one? Yeah, but like, oh, I'm you're 18, friggin', you're 17, I was friggin' 15 pro- or dude, six, yeah, 17 right. at That's, the point. Like. I'm not capable of doing that, like, or knowing that I'm supposed to do that. I'm on on my week weekend nights. I'm hitting other kids with my body in a football field. Like, clearly not the brightest person on the planet. You know yeah. what I mean? So I didn't know that I had to do that if I wanted to go two years later to a school that I didn't even know fucking existed. Right? Do you know what I mean? Right. And, and you didn't know what your path was. Right. And that's the problem too. Is like that expectation to go to college. Like I put that in the article too. Is like there is no. There is no investment. There's no bank in the world that would an 18 year old yeah, could yeah, walk that's, in that's and cool. say, "Hello, Take this, yeah, we we trust you." I would like a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> to go and start whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it was. Be taught by a bunch of people you don't know. Right. Be taught by a bunch of people you don't know who are only there because it's their only way of making money on this thing. Because there are no jobs that exist for this thing except for being a professor they're, for this thing. They're using the lab so, there. Shit like so. That. Uh, I want to do that. They would be like, get the fuck out of here, rejected. Yeah. But the fact that there's a system around it that says like, no, 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 we need to invest in every student and every student could be the next Education's big, the important. big person. Education's important. Are you saying education isn't important? By oh, say- like, It's like, no. Like, But how the hell are you going to trust somebody? And then the, the beginning- a lot of pressure. The beginning part of the essay to kind of finish that, the essay off is like, we trust- 18 year olds with all this money again based off of very little guidance that they might get from you know a parent who's put one other kid through school or a guidance all the counselor social pressure in the world or a guidance counselor who just gets you know whispered down the lane of what they should be telling people right. um they just got out of college right and then at the end of it there's no there's only a very small way loophole way of getting out of the debt by any means other than paying it there's no bankruptcy. There's no, oh, I tried to do something different. I never used this. I shouldn't have to pay follows it. You. It follows you no matter what. Now, the, I actually did learn there is a loophole. The loophole is if you work for a, um, I forget what the 
tax code is, but if you work for a nonprofit for like 14 years or something, you can clear all your debt. I, I learned that. That's full-time Interesting, nonprofit? yeah. That's pretty dope. Um, you also can go to four years of service in the military and they'll pay for most of it and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. There are other that's, ways that's, to get it. To me, that's not a loophole. I'm not doing that. Right, that's just, that's just... Miss me with that. Hey, do you want to you want to possibly go to war yeah, or you want to go to college? You yeah, know what I mean? Especially like, with whoever we just had a presidency. <laughs> it's like, right. so, just be careful. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the general consensus. I, I, I want to leave people with like, I'm not anti-college. I do understand that there's need for engineers and doctors and computer scientists yeah, and teachers. Yeah. That's and something that professors. people gotta take that take away from this at least. Like that's, we're not. That's very important. Um, Pro education, but at sure. the same time, I believe that in most creative fields, marketing, advertising, um, uh, graphic design, the fine arts, film, a bunch of different things like this, that those things benefit more from internship programs, apprenticeship programs, field work. Field work and 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 experience and one of the other things when I was when I was at VCU I read um, still one of my favorite books I've ever read because of the person it's written about the um, Leonardo da Vinci's um, biography on him from by Walter Isaacson um, and one of the things that really interested in me was that we think of Leonardo as this um, you know talent right like he's like this super genius talent right that he's he's this crazy just fluke of talent who was way ahead of his time and all of this right except he was taught how to paint by one specific guy for eight years of his life and then proceeded to paint till he was 80 years old working all that time on painting and doing a million different other things creatively you know kind of letting his mind wander and then coming back to it, work, <laughs> sleeping this weird schedule where he would like sleep for 30 minutes and then wake up and work for 20 and then sleep for 30 and like do this weird shit. Um, he was like super liberal for the time. He was super like, like just, he was so many different things, but it all started by just, he never had a formal education. He always just worked under an apprentice, under a painter. You know what I mean? There was just one guy who had who had him in a studio, and the way it worked back then is you would go to a studio and you would learn to just copy the master's painting. Yeah, like trace. So it you would on. just you would just copy it, and he had talent, and so he took that master's stuff and made it even better. But that's all he did, and that's all he needed to be one of the most influential not only artists but scientists and thinkers of the Renaissance. Do you know what I mean? It it wasn't based on knowledge from up high being blessed upon him do you know what i mean it was given the, it was given yeah. it, it, it wasn't it wasn't like yeah it wasn't um it also enabled his mind to think that way like when you're like right. shoving that kind of education and creativity into one person like focusing on this one person i'm sure that like goes super far away whereas everything now is like saturated and what did we say before college graduates cogs it graduates people who are really good at doing one specific thing really mm-hmm. well but artistically that creates a lot of copycats. If you go yeah. to a school, that school is defined by a certain style of design or style of art. And those professors there are influencing your style and molding you into this certain type of artist who comes out fully formed as this cog artist rather than the other artists who don't go to school follow their passion completely and end up being completely different than all the people who went to school because they didn't have that influence of like, here's how the system does art. 
Do you know what I mean? You're a product of your system. Right. Like, and and I understand that there's a there's a balance there because in an apprenticeship program, you're also getting knowledge drilled into you by whoever yeah. your master is. But at the same time, it's not as codified as like a bunch of professors all agreeing on one thing, backed by a whole bunch of money and having access to all these different things. It doesn't have the same, I don't want to say brainwashing, but like ingraining quality do you know what i mean yeah it's when you're like and, and not to take anything away from professors and anything like that like my my experience at temple was for the most part good but it's dude they have like a million fucking things to do right like they're not worried about you yeah, and that's yeah. how that's how college is is like you have to fend for yourself you have to find your own education right. and you better hope to god that you're interested in it or good at it. Right. And that's that's the thing. Like, you know, there's people that graduate and hate their degrees and that, what do they do? Right. They go back to they school. Go, they go back, yeah. And that's, that's you know, that to me, it's 100% a business. Yeah. Like, the numbers you pulled up, like, that, it says it yourself. Like, college is a business. It's a market. It's, it's you see all these people investing in it. Mm -hmm. They're going to get a few bad people to exploit it. Right. And they're going to put you in a system that... Yeah helps them in the long run like how we talk about you know i'm getting I'm, I'm reading financial literacy books and stuff and i'm starting to understand like these are things that people don't want you to know and they don't teach you in college because it is a loophole most of these are just loopholes in the system right like and a lot of this mindset we can sit here and talk about how buying like a college is a liability okay but college is also a really good asset your mindset makes it the liability. Right. Your car can be a liability, mm -hmm. but if you put your car on Toro right. and you drive at certain times, you're getting paid to have a car. Now it's an asset. Mm -hmm. And that's like the, one of the most common ones. People like, you buy a car, it's a liability. It makes sense, but it's also the mindset. Mm -hmm. If you have the mindset of going to college that you're just going to fall in a system that you hopefully that you like, right. and really you're just an accountant's accountant, right. you're not going to end up well, and you're not going to end up doing something that you like. You're just going to go back to school or find something else out. Right. I was in that position when I was going for pre-med. Dude, like, I'm, I'm proud of what I did. I'm proud that I gave it a shot. I'm not completely done with it yet because I feel like I got some in me. And, like, I just got that mentality that I'm like, I want to give it, like, one more shot. I want to just, like, see what I can do. Like, I'm not, I doubt I'm going to be a doctor, but, like, who knows? Mm -hmm. But it's just something in me that's like, you know, let's drop this for now. Right. Let's 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 just leave college on the table. Mm -hmm. I want to cut hair and I want to find something else. I want to see what else I can like I, I have up my sleeve. And mm -hmm. like right now I'm getting into um obviously cutting hair is just like it's going it's going well. Mm -hmm. I'm like my haircuts are coming out much better than before and my motivation, my marketing, it's helping me mentally. Social media is looking good. Right. It's going well. But as far as other things like I'm picking up different avenues and I'm realizing like it's the mindset that makes the education worth it. Right. I, I'm uh, getting into real estate, mm. and I, my parents never owned a house. I grew up in an apartment. I never. I don't. I. I didn't. Up until now, I didn't know how to buy a house, and I didn't even think it was possible for someone like me to own a house. Mm -hmm. Now I'm looking up all these different avenues to buy a house, and how people can use, you know, house hacking and like. I'm learning about wholesaling. I'm learning. And by the way, if anyone's a real estate agent or anything to do with real estate, hit me up on my Instagram uh, at Omar Khan with two N's. I'm definitely trying to uh, build my network. But uh, that was my last shout out. But um, <laughs> it's 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 the mindset you have. It's the people you surround yourself with when you're right. going about something, following a certain system. 
Yeah. Where's your interest? Right. Is your interest even there? Mm-hmm. Like half the time I was in school, I was on my laptop. I'm like, they gave me a laptop, bro. I'm not about to do work. Like, and I, I'm, I'm connecting like how you said around creative people, talking to you, being working right next to Dale did the fade, mm-hmm. um, like Isaiah the photographer, like having these Tosh Thompson, Isaiah the photographer, like having these guys around me. It's your, your, your product of your environment as you are a product of your system. Mm-hmm. So when you put this effort into something else, these work, these work weeks become less and less because you don't really feel like you're working. This is something that you want to do and you're applying your education, you're gaining your education right. and the work starts to become right. not so much work. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, the, the, the mindset is important, right? Like, because like you said, um, it's all about the mindset to me. What became my mindset was, um, I'm stuck in school. Mm-hmm. I know that the investment of going through the four years that are at most a mental inconvenience. Mental inconvenience as far as like, I'm supposed to. I have to, to be here. I, I, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Here. I know exactly what you mean. Um, are obviously outweighed by the benefits of, yeah, but this piece of paper gets me a job anywhere <laughs> the hell I want. My portfolio is already fucking awesome. So that gets me in too. Mm-hmm. And that'll all be lined up, whatever. If I want to ever go corporate and do a corporate thing or do whatever, it's there, right? But what became my mindset was, okay, that's a lock, but that's like, you know, 20% of what I can do. Yeah, exactly. I can can be doing this 80% of other stuff where I'm learning how to embroider, running my own screen printing business, launching my own brand, starting a podcast, talking to all these creative people all all the time, like, and then using that shit to make like that's the Da Vinci thing where like he would go out and he'd you know photograph flowers or whatever the hell or experiment with how you know water flows in this way or can you make a weapon that looks like this and works like that and that shit made his paintings that much better mm. because he was then out able to use that knowledge and that different right. different avenues yeah. and put it back into the painting the thing he does in in the middle so I even think the fact that you do you might do, you know, your 20% of this is the stuff you need to do. All the stuff around it helps out. Like, like with my dad, for example, like my dad has a job where he's a, he's a marketer and he's really good at, it and he, he works in this part of the business. Mm-hmm. Right. And for a while I've been like, Hey, why don't you do the vintage thing more? Why don't you do the vintage thing more? And then I finally realized what it is for him is it's, it's, um, it's those extracurriculars that I've been doing around school that help me be better at school. He does those extracurriculars of going out and looking at That's all this vintage thing. stuff. And either it directly inspires him or it just alleviates the stress of having to be at work all the time and allows him that time that he is in work to be less stressed and, productive. More, and more productive. Right. Yeah. So the idea that like, I really love that idea of like go out, do something else, come back, mm-hmm. kill it. Yeah. Like you don't need reset to reset your brain. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to act like I'm up here in those, those whole 80 hour weeks. And I'm like zoned in every part of the time, like print shirts or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of it's like me and Sean like talking about old black shit. and white movie. And yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not like, it's not like a Charlie Chaplin movie where yeah, there's like yeah, machines yeah, yeah. everywhere <laughs> and I'm dodging shit. Like, no, it's a lot of it's like sitting around me and Sean talking about something and then we're like, yourself, Sean, Sean will come in and be like, I have an idea. And I'll be like, all right. And Dude. then like 20 minutes later, I'll be like, how about that idea? But this, and mm-hmm. he's like, all right. 
And then it just goes back and forth for a while until it becomes a podcast or it becomes a t-shirt or it becomes whatever it becomes, right? That kind of back and forth shit is really important to me. Exactly. Bigger Pockets talks about, um, which is a podcast that I I love. They they talk about like, if you're busy, if you have like a solid week ahead of you or, you know, you're just busy in general, you have a lot in your mind. When was the last time you just thought? Right. Like when was the last time you just just sat there and you just thinked? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's you have to like, and there's something that like helps so much and with, with stress and with productivity and with like, you know, your skill mm-hmm. in general, it's, if you take an hour out of your week to just sit there and just think, yeah, dude, like throw your phone away. Like you have the self-control, you can do it yeah, yeah, yeah. for a second. Just think, yeah, relax and you will be flowing with ideas. Yeah. I, um, flowing at the beginning of last year, I did a, a month of meditation it was the first time you I got you got to teach me how to do that because I can't. First time do I had ever meditated, actually not true, not the first time I meditated. I had meditated a couple of times at VCU um, in like classes that I had because they did have some pretty dope classes. Mm-hmm. Um, one of which That's was like so a dope. flourishing class, and it was about like just mental flourishing, mental ways to make your because because it, it was a, it was a class made for strung out honors kids who oh, like, shit, who, like just need a break. who like needed a break basically, <laughs> but they just like taught a you, bunch of football players. They just taught you, yeah, they just taught you different like um like you know mindfulness stuff basically and i was i was like yeah meditation is whatever like whatever and then i um and then uh my aunt shout out Kristen, if you if you watch this um she sent me it was i think it was from the guy on gma the like the one dude who's always talking about meditation i don't know if you know who he is he's like 10 percent better or something is his company or something like that mm-hmm. but um it was like a, it was like a month-long meditation thing so like every day you meditated for 10 minutes or 15 minutes whatever it was mm-hmm. and um the first time the first couple of times i was shit at it and i was like <laughs> yeah. completely like all over the place i was like I, this doesn't i don't get it i don't get it and then like the fourth or fifth time i just hit like a trance and i was just like locked into what the dude was saying and then i opened my eyes and i was like I was like, whoa, like it, it was like a very like Joe Rogan DMT'd up. It was a very high feeling. Yeah, it was like it was I like hear, man. it was like, oh whoa, this is like weird. And it's a bit of like chasing the dragon after that. You know what I mean? Like you kinda yeah, yeah, you're yeah, kinda yeah. always like, Oh, well, it's not wasn't as intense as the last time I did it or whatever. But you get like better and better at it and like the mindfulness meditation is really good. There's a um you should try this one out. There's the Rizza made one from Wu Tang. Yeah, he did one. I love when he's on podcasts. It's so awesome. His vo- one number one, one, number one. His voice is incredible. Yeah, but he also like, it's all like, um, he made it all like like Buddhist, like Shaolin kind of yeah, sounding. So yeah. it sounds like an old kung fu movie. Yeah, you just hear like the gong yeah. and you hear like the bowl. And yeah, stuff. and like yeah. and like running like water. Those. It's like it's it's pretty nice. I got I got mess with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that one again too because I only got a couple. I think it's like a eight or nine part uh, on Spotify, mm. but um. Yeah, I got really into that for a while because it's good for you, man. It was it was really good. And the only reason I stopped doing it is like I just kind of go in like I said I go back and forth on things. Like I go in waves. Like I'll have months at a time where I read like 6 7 books and mm-hmm. I'll, every night I'll just read like 15 pages. Yeah, and yeah. like I I I'll, sometimes I'll have three books and just read 15 15 15. Yeah, at a t- go to yeah. bed and then a couple months later I'm done all three. And then I'll go like months without reading at all. Right. And it's like not necessarily cuz there's not like a book I could go out and find. Yeah. Cuz they're you're usually you usually is something i want to read but it's just like sometimes my i'm not focused on that sometimes i'm focused on music and i just listen to like one band or one album or one genre really and i get into it you know what i mean and then 
sometimes I'll listen to every episode of the Joe Rogan that comes out in a week. And then sometimes, like right now, I'll go months without because I can't stand his voice for whatever reason. Dude, yeah. Sometimes I, I just can't. You know what I mean? Joe Rogan also has a little bit of a cult behind him. Like, that's like, oh, yeah. people It's getting more that. and more culty, too. Yeah, and it's like, dude, like... Which is why I kind of stepped away. Yeah, you don't have to agree with everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's and I and I more and more am disagreeing with him. The, it seems like the richer he gets, the less I agree with him now. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it's I watch his stuff for the like comedic relief. That's the right. like, if I'm if I'm trying to watch listen to a podcast that I don't want to like, gain anything from, like yeah. I, I, you might gain like if you obviously you watch Elon Musk or something like that, like yeah, some yeah, doctor, yeah, like, yeah. you'll gain stuff. But like sometimes you just want to listen to like uh what's his name? Donnell Robinson. Yeah. Just like you just want to hear them <laughs> bullshit. Like Yeah, I, I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts and I listen to more comedy podcasts than I do like serious ones because I don't pay attention to podcasts when I listen to them necessarily. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sometimes there's like one will come up and I'll be like, I really want to watch this. Yeah, yeah. But most of the time it's like, just put it on the background, hear him say some funny jokes. And I, I listen to a lot of audio books and I say read books. I, I mainly listen yeah. to most of my books because like reading is just, it, I correlate it to meditating. It's yeah, men- mentally, it's hard for me to focus for that long. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'm the type of guy to read a page and then read that page once more. That's what I do. Yeah. So like it gets a little hard. Well, the the problem is like I, if I that's why I can't do audiobooks. I like to do audiobooks with, um, reading as well, mm-hmm. or at least I used to. Do it listening in the car, man. I can't because. It, my mind wanders and then I want to go back and hear what I missed mm-hmm. and then I just never get. And then I'm constantly going back and forth. I can't be doing I that, do that in the car. Lot. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and for the car, like the car, the shower, my right before I go to bed, like those are times when I like am most Wondering. clear. Not, you want to like, keep those times. Like too. lucid thoughts. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They're the most lucid. So like, I like them. Like, like my, my pre-podcast ritual is I go home, eat dinner and drive back here. Mm-hmm. Now I live like... 25 minutes away so that's the ritual you know both ways and i'm eating for 30 minutes in between but it helps me to both ways be like because i don't i don't script anything i don't we do plan on generally what we're gonna talk about i remember i asked you for like what script and you're like let's just wing it right cool because like so so that that time for me is like you know okay i got omar coming in i remember we got i want to talk about that i want to talk about that it's gonna be cool if i could work in that part somewhere and talk do this you just you think but you keep it simple but it's yeah but it's not like it's got to be this way and then when somebody comes on and is like pushes somewhere else i'll be like stop talking like i yeah, need to get yeah. back on this like, like it's cut, not cut, cut, cut. yeah it's not like that yeah. it's just like just flow is yeah. there a way to get that to come out in the way that i want to you know what i mean too like your thoughts yeah 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 like yeah. like because because you everybody can see and anybody who's watched the podcast before like a lot of my thoughts are uh, spontaneous, layered, spontaneous, coming in and out of focus. Do you know what I mean? So like, it's not always easy to get. That's why you have those eighty-hour weeks, right? It's true. Really, the main reason. But yeah. it's that's, that's 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 a good point. I guess we're just different in the sense because I do like when I'm listening to audiobooks, especially lately. I'm just trying to get educated that's really it i'm mm-hmm. just like literally listening to it and, I, and I, I i'm also the same way i am with like reading a book is the same way i am with like an audiobook or a podcast because i'll just be like what did he just say right and i gotta i gotta like you know you can't just listen to stuff if you're just yeah. listening to stuff you're bsing you're you're half-assing right it. so when i listen to it i'm really trying to retain this information youtube too like i that's what i was gonna say dude, i i don't re i don't listen to audiobooks but since i have like seven 
I've been watching YouTube lame educational YouTube videos. Bro, YouTube is the best. You can learn app. so much. YouTube, YouTube University is what I like. That's yeah. my favorite. That's my college. Yeah. I went to YouTube University for cutting hair. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to look back at this podcast like a year, five years from now and see like if I'm doing successful stuff in real estate. Mm-hmm. I went to YouTube University for real estate too. Yeah. All the stuff I'm learning, yeah. all, all the stuff I learned, anything is off yeah. of YouTube. And what I did was I, I, you can't get rid of all the distractions. Like I come into work, I hear a bunch of stuff I don't want to hear. I hear conversations I don't want to hear. I, people t- say things to me I don't want. And it's, it, it all comes down to distractions that you can't really control. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of distractions that you can control. Right. What you can do is, what I did was I deleted my Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I deleted my Twitter app because I still like Twitter. I took off of social media. I'm stacking the deck for me. Right. These cards are going to come out no matter what, but at least I'm having the ability to filter out the distractions that I have in my life. Exactly. And that's, I forget what he was talking about, but it was, um, what were we just saying? Um, right before that. YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, right, right. And it's, it's you get, you know, what I did was I deleted Snapchat yeah, and I downloaded YouTube and yeah. that was like, Bro, like December was the greatest month I ever yeah. had. Like 2020, like this is something I want to say. For the people that talk about how much how bad 2020 was, 2020 was only bad for the lives that were lost. Right. Like that's the shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aside from that, 2020 was probably the greatest year of my life. That's a that's a big claim. That's a it's a hot take. It's a hot right. poopy take. Like that's <laughs> but the thing is like mentally I have never felt like this i have right. never been more, more motivated mm-hmm. like it's it, it was like the mamba mentality like overcame yeah, yeah, yeah. me as far as like you know certain things it's it drove me to want to further better myself to the point where i used to make fun of people that would read books right for whatever reason yeah and then realizing that wow i'm so illiterate i'm so financially illiterate mm-hmm that I'm over here making fun of people for being successful. Right. And I mean, that's, that's the transition that we talked about before, right? The same people who come up to you say, Oh, you do a little haircut thing. Yeah, those, people, those people, those people were in that mentality. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it, it's that way with everything. Like, like, and I haven't, I'm, I've been lucky. I haven't gotten it. No one said this to me, but I assumed somebody would that like, I assume at some point I'm going to get like, why the fuck do you have a podcast? You know what I mean? Like, why do you have a podcast? Christian. Like, why this, yeah. Why do you get to talk? Why are you getting to do, do the things? Yeah. Why are you saying those things? Why do you get to say those things? Stuff like that. I assume that's going to happen. Maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe people are just positive in my life and aren't going to say Lately, that. Lately, people have been, you know, the mindset change I had, it's right. weird. Like, people have been positive about the changes I make. Yeah. So, it's cool. I mean, we don't always want to assume, but you I know, know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I figured, and maybe that's just my own... It's your psyche, my man. own, my own self-esteem where yeah. it's like, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. But like, which isn't wrong at the same time. Like I'm now, I'm now kind of getting into like, I'm having fun doing shit that I, I'm not expected to do. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I, I'm making this and it's like a fuck you to school. And most with people, most people who know me, maybe most people who went to school with me and be like, he was a good student. He never like, talk back in class or whatever like yeah. why would he do that and it's like because you didn't expect me to do that yeah and i got something to say about it and you're gonna listen up to it like, this is christian like you're gonna He's get here that now. so I, i'm interested in, and i think the podcast is part of that too where it's like 
I probably have family members who are like, hey, man, he comes to he comes to dinner and barely freaking talks or like whatever. Yeah, yeah, or only, talks, say. only talks at this time or that time or whatever. And then not my immediate family. They know I'll fucking start a flight. <laughs> Ruin Thanksgiving really in quick, a second. Grandma. But but um, you know, like people who who don't know me, know me only like from a distance or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Um, isn't it weird how those are always the people you want to impress? Yeah, yeah. It is isn't weird. it a little weird? And it's it comes down to the self confidence thing, which I. I'm a huge, huge advocate for admitting the fact that you have low self-confidence. I right. have been such a toxic person to so many people my whole life, and it was because of my self-confidence. And it's like, yeah. once you realize that your self-confidence is low, you really start to do better in life. You yeah. start to accept who you are, and you're like, oh, oh, oh. right. I got to accept this, and I got to fix this. You know, you're not, you're not so much like, no, dude, what? Like, my ego's not in the way. It's more like I'm bettering myself. Yeah, that's, that's, that's another uh, graduation quote. Is it? Yeah. On Kanye? Uh, uh, all falls down. Dude, oh, I'm a, I am an encyclopedia. Let's go. Wow. Kanye. <laughs> Kanye uh, I just quoted Kanye without knowing. Versus. I quoted Kanye. Kanye. Um, Kanye, why? Why, Kanye? Why? <laughs> Shout out Kanye, too. Going through a divorce now. Yeah. Um, and messing with Jeffree Star, apparently. <laughs> I don't know what. Is that the joke, Dude, right? Dude, that guy is... He's killing it. That's Jeffree Star. I don't want to talk about Kanye. On, I want to talk about Jeffree Star. Let, let, me, let me get credit for this real quick. <laughs> um, uh, hold on. No, 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 no. It's, it's at the top. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Scroll down. It's the next one. Jesus Christ. Man, I promise I'm so self-conscious. That's why you always see me with at least one of my watches. That's that's there the second verse. Um, and that was, his, that was his big thing, right? Like that he, unlike oh on the, the reverse to 50 Cent, who's like, in the club, big dude, big gangster rap, ba 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 ba. He's like, no, I'm self conscious. Yeah, you know what I mean. Pink polo, yeah. different whole. Different I'm this thing. guy that's gonna snitch on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the reverse. I'm a hundred percent that guy that's gonna snitch on you. Like, that's that's me. <laughs> do not do not try to be a UFC fighter and say you're gonna beat my ass. Like, if you're a UFC fighter trying to intimidate me, listen, man, <laughs> I will go right to the police. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean. I feel like we. I feel like we. This did, was fun, man. Lot. If we if we if we keep going, we could keep going. We could keep going, it's, but this is fun. But this is a good place to stop. Yeah, um, for sure. You got anything from promote? Yeah, man. I got uh, my hair page, um, which is it's soon to be fade away. Oh, I had a hair page that I made separately, and then I'm just like, you know, what, man, I don't mess with social media that much. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna make my personal page, my hair page. It's Omar Khan, K H A N, with two N's right now, but you know, soon to be fade away. Oh uh isaiah photography spelled e-y-e-s-i-a-h which is the spelling might be wrong but it's on instagram he's local definitely mess with him his photography is insane lace in general man found everyone that's here the family the lace family all this like there's so much to promote but really oh my real estate definitely if there's real estate investors out there please link with me um i'm motivated I got experience under my belt now. I'm definitely gonna kill it. Like I'm definitely trying to be in this like for the long run. Um, other than that, man, dude, like thank you. Yeah, thank no you. Problem. Like this is cool. Like like I said, I had fun doing this. Having a platform, it's weird. Like I was nervous. Like I was nervous. Yeah. I had a little like energy drink. I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna do right and do this right <laughs> and stuff. But like coming up here, we just started talking. I was just like, wow, this is yeah starting to not feel like like work anymore. It's starting to feel yeah like this exactly. Is it's this is the funnest. Fun. This is the funnest part. We funnest thing we got going on right now. We got some fun videos that we're making too but like mm-hmm. it's fun to just do kind of extracurricular stuff on top yeah, of it and yeah. it 
hopefully will benefit you too. Like I'll, you know, I'll talk to you about how we roll it out after this, but like it's for the client. It's for me. It's for, it's, it's just it's a, a mutually beneficial yeah. product that is so easy to make. Cause it's just us talking about, it's fun. You know, yeah, you get to do all this cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mess with these gadgets fun. and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so thank everybody for watching. Um, last time I'll promote the, uh, found something better than school, uh, collection. By the time you see this, the collection will probably be out in a couple of days. Um, check out on our Instagram for all to keep up to date with that stuff. We got a video coming out about it. Um, again, more more information on what exactly goes into each order. Um, all of that coming up soon. What's in the collection, that kind of stuff. Um, but thanks for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe, uh, hit the ring the bell. Um, you can watch us on YouTube or listen to us anywhere podcasts are found. Um, Next up, AD. AD's on the next podcast. AD's next up. We're going to talk about his new collection coming oh, yeah, out yeah, for, yeah. with Adequate. Um, That's going to be interesting. So uh, <laughs> stay tuned for that. That'll be next Shout week. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you for watching. Thanks for being on. Thank you, man. Appreciate okay. you. See you guys. Bye. See you.